This podcast is brought to you by Hope PR Ministry. The following episode is an interview with the RFPA on their most recent release, I Believe, by Herman Hooksma, featuring Ashley Heisinger and Marco Barone. Hi, my name is Ashley Heisinger, and I'm the marketing director for the Reform Free Publishing Association. Hi, my name is Marco Barone, and I am the book coordinator for the Reform Free Publishing Association. This is a podcast episode featuring a conversation about I Believe, Sermons on the Apostles' Creed, a recent compilation of sermons by Herman Hooksma from the Reformed Witness Hour that was broadcast in the 50s and just released in book form by the RFPA. Marco, who edited the book, will be answering some questions. Firstly, Marco, where did the idea for this book come from? Well, the idea for the book came uh, to me because I was uh, searching through the old archives of the of the Reform um, Witness Hour, and I noticed uh, the sermons delivered by Herman Uxema. Uh, for those who don't know, Herman Uxema was uh, is one of the founders of the Protestant Reformed Churches in America, where he was first a minister and then a professor at the seminary until his retirement. Uh, anyway, I was saying I found this uh, series of sermons on the Apostles' Creed, and the title of uh, the series was, as I said, the Apostles' Creed, where Uxma focused on each uh, article of the 12 articles of the Apostles' Creed. And uh, that really caught my attention, uh, not only because I am interested in Uxma and what he has to say, but also because Apostles' Creed is a very brief summary of the Christian faith and therefore it makes a very good book concept. Uh, so I collected those sermons. I did that at the, um, the Protestant Reform Theological Seminary. They have um, samples of all the sermons delivered through the Reform Witness Hour since its inception. Uh, I collected them, I read them, and I liked them, and I submitted them to the committee of the, of the RFPA, of the Reform Free Publishing Association, and, uh, and here we are. Now we have a uh, book. You say the sermon series was titled The Apostles' Creed. So where did the title, I believe, come from? Uh, the title comes from, uh, first of all, from uh, the first two words of the creed itself. That is, I believe. Then usually the creed, as we have it today, the rest of the articles, the other 11 articles, they don't start with I believe, but I believe is implied uh, in each and every one of them. So that, I think, uh, was going to make uh, a good title for, uh, for a book. And uh, secondly, um, we picked, uh, I suggested and we picked this title because, um, because of the first sermon uh, that Herman Uxma has in this uh, series, uh, which is right on these two words, I believe. Often we focus on the other truths of the Apostles' Creed, like uh, God the Creator and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the communion of the saints and so forth. But uh, Uxuma starts by expounding these two words, I believe. What does it mean? What does that mean for me? What does, what does that mean for every Christian? Yeah, that's uh, how the title originated. Why was it the sermon series on the Apostles' Creed in particular that stood out to you as you were looking through the archives? 
Because the Apostles' Creed, uh, to me personally, because the Apostles' Creed is the creed of all, uh, of all true Christians all around the world, even though Christian uh, may not subscribe to, to the physical piece of paper that is the Apostles' Creed, still all true Christians around the world believe the teachings of, uh, of, uh, of the Apostles' Creed. Uxma himself says that if a person does not believe uh, one or more of the teachings of the Apostles' Creed, we cannot even start considering the person a Christian uh, because these are the very pillars of the Christian faith and of biblical teaching. So considering the importance of this creed, and I was very intrigued to know and to read what Uxima had to say about it. Given the context of this sermon series, can you tell us a little bit about the atmosphere of the church at that time? Yeah, um, the atmosphere of the church at that time, and with the church, I mean the church where Herman Uxima attended, that is the Protestant Reformed Churches in America, uh, First Church, I think he attended First Church. The, it was in these years was quite tense, and that because in 1953 there was a, a major split over the issue of uh, the covenant and the children of believers and uh, conditions in the covenant, whether whether there are or not conditions in the covenant. So there was a major split, and uh, many people left and denomination that is the PRC. Uh, so it was tense. It was not easy. Not in fully certain, but I do not think it's accidental that we have sermons uh, on this, on the Apostles' Creed in uh, 1951, starts again uh, the series in 1954, and he finishes it in 1955. So in spite of the tense, uh, the, uh, the tense atmosphere and the tensions, still Huxima is not distracted by them in this series, and he, is, uh, he focuses on the Apostles' Creed itself. He does not intrude uh, into his expositions, uh, his own you know, personal convictions about Things he might might have wanted to discuss, but he's ticked to the to the text of the Apostles' Creed, and uh, I think he did a good job. Who would you say that you recommend this book for, as an audience? As an audience, I will recommend it, of course, to all Christians who like to read and to um, enrich their understanding of the Christian faith and their relationship with God through Jesus Christ because uh, this is an exposition of the Apostles' Creed. And as I said, that's the creed of all Christians. Those truths unite all true Christians around the world, across nations and tribes and tongues and denominations. And also because in spite of uh, very often being deep, Huxima, I think, is a, is a, is a very clear writer, uh, very, uh, very eloquent and even poetic at times, and personally really like me for these reasons. But also, uh, I think it's a good book for Reformed people in general, in and outside uh, the Protestant Reformed churches. And uh, that's because it's a book that I think helps appreciate the, the pillars, the basic truths of Christianity that unite 
all Christians around the world, as I said. Uh, we often, it's very easy to take these truths for granted, especially because we recite the creed every Sunday, and it very easily becomes just a routine. While Huxema, through these sermons, presents to us the beauty and the glory of these truths that point to that divine person with whom we Christians have a relationship, that is, uh, the triune God in Jesus Christ. Uh, and in fact, being um, another reason I suggest this book to Reformed people is because we see a side of Verman Uxma that is often, so to speak, hidden in the other uh, theological interests or even by the disputes that he was in and controversies for which he's famous. And there is uh, the ecumenical side, of I like to call the ecumenical side of Uxma. There is uh, Uxma's deep understanding that uh, the church is Catholic, is universal. The church goes across culture and nations and denominations and tribes and tongues. It's not limited to one place, to one nation, to one society, to one denomination. And that comes out, I think, in the, in the sermons where he, where he uh, talks about the church uh, I believe in a holy Catholic Church and in communion of the saints and also the forgiveness of sin. He connects the church with the forgiveness of sins. And then the final reason why I would suggest this book is because of another aspect of Uxuma that is often neglected. It's a care to call the believers to an active faith, to actively, consciously, daily, and constantly use the means uh, that the Lord has provided for us because it is in that way and in that way alone that our faith can grow. In, uh, he does that especially in the, in the first sermon, that is, in the sermon where he explains what I believe means. And that is often a side of Uxma that is uh, sometimes even willingly uh, neglected, because uh, to this day there are those who still slander Uxma as an upper Calvinist, and he was certainly not an upper Calvinist. He, placed a great emphasis on the duty of all, of all who hear the call of the gospel to believe in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin. And that comes out, and that is evident also in these sermons here. I do find it interesting that we're talking about a sermon series from 75 years ago. Do you think this is a book that should have come out 75 years ago, or is this a book for today's believer somehow? <laughs> That's a good question. I think uh, I am surprised it did not come out when uh, these sermons were delivered. But not in spite of the fact that these sermons are actually uh, 70 or more year old, uh, I think it, they are they talk to us today as well. Not only because Uxuma, in my view, was a rather eloquent and uh, deep theologian, thinker, and preacher, that, and when that is the case, usually uh, the person that is so capable is able to reach generations of all sorts. But also because these truths are the eternal truths, basic truths of Christianity, and therefore, if they don't really, if they don't speak to us, there is something wrong with us. I think not so much with the the truth itself or the exposition or the book that in, someone may like it, someone may not like it, but the truths it conveys, they should certainly interest us and even excite us, I should say. As the editor, you've probably read through the book a few hundred times by now. Do you have a 
favorite chapter or passage that really stands out to you? Uh, yeah, I think I like the remarks Uxma makes about uh, the Catholicity and the universality of the church. I think my favorite one, if I have to pick one, only one, I think is the first one, the one about I believe, because I think that's that part of the creed, it's uh, very easy to, to neglect or just to bypass, you know, that when we recite the creed or when we say that we subscribe to this creed, you know, we are basically making a statement, a public statement, I believe these things. What does that mean for me? And what does that mean for the church? What does that mean for my faith? In how does that play out in the act of faith and uh, in my life? It's uh, when we say, I believe in these truths, Uxuma emphasizes this is a very, this is a most serious thing we are doing. It's not something that we should say or should do thoughtlessly, but with consciously and knowing what we are saying. Have you received any feedback on the book yet? It was just released in June, I believe. So it's been yeah. about a month. Yeah, I've received a few all positive uh, so far. I think the one that, that uh, I liked the most was this person who said that he, he was happy to read Uxuma again. And with that, I mean, I think uh, he meant... He was happy to read something new by Uxum, something that was never published before. We have a lot of books we publish at the Reform Free Publishing Association, a lot of books by Uxuma, and we are in the process of reprinting some of his classics. But this one has never been published before. This was only aired through the radio once, and then collected in the archives, and that's it. But this is something that has, for the very first time, seen the light. And that's, that's pretty exciting, I think. So this is, this is a work that's being published posthumously of Herman Hoeksma. Is there anything else new that you have set to come out in the next couple of years? By Uxema, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, there is, I am working on a collection of, of sermons by Uxema. Also, these sermons were delivered through the Reform Witness Hour. The Ref By the way, for those who don't know, the Reform Witness Hour is a radio program of the Protestant Reform churches that deliver every Sunday a message or a sermon. It's been founded many, many years ago and um, is still active today. Yes, these sermons on Hebrews, on selected passages on Hebrews, not all uh, the entire epistles. And uh, most of the sermons are on uh, Hebrews 11, on the heroes of faith. And uh, even more, much more, I will say, than in, I believe, Uxuma, that side of Uxuma that I said that is often neglected, where Uxuma emphasizes the sovereignty of God in all salvation, but also the duty of all who hear the gospel to believe, to actively believe. So that comes out significantly, very strongly in, uh, in the sermons on uh, Hebrews. And necessarily so because uh, the sermons there are some sermons who are on the on passage on some passages before Hebrews 11 and then there are a few sermons from passages after Hebrews 11 but most of the sermons are on uh, almost all the verses of Hebrews 11 and you understand that there the author of the epistle to the Hebrews he 
talks about the heroes of faith, how they acted by faith and in faith. And so Uxema, as a good reformed preacher, he is bound and feels bound to preach what the text says. So if the text talks about the activity of faith of these ancient believers, that's what Uxema is going to tell you about. And that's what he does. And uh, all, of course, solidly grounded on a solid and coherent view of uh, the sovereignty of God. Uxema was a, an unmovable Calvinist and uh, unashamedly so. It's, yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very uh, enlightening uh, series of sermon. And uh, as I said, it's on selected, it's not commentary, it's on selected passages uh, by, uh, on, from the epistle uh, to the Hebrews. They are being selected by Uxuma himself, not by me. Uh, these are sermons on Hebrews that can be found, again, in the archives, from witness hours. So yeah, it's, uh, it's going good and it's going, it's uh, pretty exciting too. I have to ask this because I'm in charge of marketing, but do you have a title for that yet so people can start talking about it? I was thinking about a cloud of witnesses, uh, which is taken from Hebrews 11, which says something like, seeing that we are surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses. As I said, Hebrews 11 is not uh, the uh, only focus of the book, but is the major focus of the book. So it's a title I like, but uh, no decision, final decision has been made yet. So we'll see how it goes. Well, thank you for your time, Marco. And yep. we thank the thank Reformed Witness Committee for giving us time to talk about this book. This is a work that we've poured a lot of heart and soul into, mostly Marco. And so we're happy to get it out there, get people reading it and thinking about it and engaging with it. Uh, this is a work that you can find on rfpa.org for sale. It's also available at the Reform Book Outlet and various other reformed bookstores in the States. Um, I believe there are some international bookstores that are carrying it now as well. Yep. In, um, in uh, Northern Ireland, the Covenant Protestant Reformed Church there as a bookstore and they carry it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hope PR Ministry Podcast. We are a part of the Protestant Reformed Churches in America, and we are located in West Michigan. Our goal is to spread our distinctive Reformed beliefs. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to reach out to us at hoperwc at gmail.com and visit our website at hopeprchurch.org if you would like to learn more about our beliefs. You can also worship with us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and 5 p.m.